This time in hockey seasons, the 1996-97 Detroit Red Wings, fueling a new rivalry with the Colorado Avalanche and capturing the cup after a 41-year drought. The Red Wings came off one of the most incredible seasons in NHL history in 1995-96, winning the most games, 62, and recording 131 points, only second to the 1976-77 Montreal Canadiens. That season ended with disappointment in the Western Conference Finals against the Colorado Avalanche, losing four games to two and watching Chris Draper being hit from behind into the boards from Claude Lemieux and being sent to the hospital with major facial injuries. So October started out with a bang, with some back-and-forth wins and losing four of the first six games they played, but they rebounded after a win over the Islanders on the 19th and did not lose the rest of the month. Red Wings ended October with a 7-4-1-1 record and sat in second place, three points behind the rival Dallas Stars in the Central Division. On the calendar in November was a matchup against the Avalanche, we see some sparks fly this night? November started like October, some wins, some losses, all leading up to the Avalanche battle. November 13th was matchup number one on the season for the Red Wings and the Avalanche. Claude Lemieux was not in the lineup on this night, and there were very few penalties and disturbances in the game, with only one fracas at 19.56 of the third period, with 16 minutes and penalties handed out. Colorado came out on top on the score sheet with a 4-1 win on the night. Detroit finished November with a 7-4-2 mark, matching October. Detroit still sat in second place behind Dallas and four points up on Chicago in the division. December saw a 6-4-3 record for Detroit, and they ended December just one point back of Dallas and an eight-point lead over Phoenix in the division. December also saw a matchup number two against the Avalanche on the 17th. Will this be the revenge time? Another game with Claude Lemieux not in the lineup for Colorado, but the rivalry was definitely heating up. The game saw 53 minutes in penalties with some skirmishes on the night. Martin Lapointe led the night with 17 minutes in penalties. Vyacheslav Fedosov had 14, including a 10-minute misconduct and a double minor for high sticking. There were no fights on the night, though Colorado did take the game 4-3 to to take both games in the season series so far. January was definitely a down month for Detroit, with only two wins on the month, ending with a 2-5-3 record for January. They had a four-game winless streak in the middle of the month, which definitely did not help their fortunes. By the end of January, they had fallen seven points back of Dallas, and their own lead over a surging St. Louis was down to one point in the division. February got the Red Wings back in the hunt with a nice 8-2-3 record and ended the month on a six-game unbeaten streak. They regained their hold on second place by 10 points over St. Louis, but still trailed Dallas by 6 points in the division. Okay, so March 26th is the final meeting of the year for the Red Wings and the Avalanche. Could we finally see some fireworks this night and revenge for the hit on Chris Draper? As tensions mounted early in the first period, defenseman Brett Severin of the Avalanche, Jamie Pusher of the Red Wings, fought at 4.45 of the first period followed by a fight between forwards Kurt Maltney of the Red Wings and Rene Corbert of the Avalanche at 10-14. We're off to a battle tonight for sure. Claude Lemieux is back in the lineup. A major melee ensued at 18-22, mark of the first, leading to the third fight. Shortly after a collision between Red Wings center Igor Larionov and Avalanche forward Peter Forsberg, 
Wings enforcer Darren McCarty seized the chance to avenge his grindline teammate by escaping from the grasp of Adam Foote and a linesman and turning to cold clock Lemieux. McCarty laid many blows on Lemieux, who fell to the ice and covered his head. McCarty managed to land a few more punches, drag Lemieux to the boards, and knee him a couple times before the two were separated by officials. Seeing what McCarty was doing to Lemieux, Avalanche goaltender Patrick Waugh skated out of his net to defend his teammate was intercepted by a Red Wing forward, Brendan Shanahan, who hit Roth with a vicious clothesline that sent him sprawling to the ice. While Shanahan and defenseman Adam Foote tangled, Wings goaltender Mike Vernon went out to center ice to try and grab Foote off of Shanahan. Waugh saw this going on and got Vernon's attention by pulling him off his teammate, which ended up escalating to a fight when Vernon and Waugh dropped their masks, gloves, and blockers. As a result of the third brawl of the first period, Forsberg and Larionov each received matching minor penalties for roughing. Waugh and Vernon were each assessed minor penalties for roughing. Shanahan and Foote, respectively, and major penalties for fighting each other. And McCarty received a double minor for roughing Lemieux. Fifteen seconds after the Waugh-Vernon fight, Avalanche winger Adam Deadmarsh and Red Wings defenseman Vladimir Konstantinov would drop the gloves in another fight for the final fight of the first period. So that totals up to 60 minutes of penalties handed out in the first period alone. There will be five more fights and four stoppages in the second period. Fight between Shanahan and Foote, four seconds into the second period. Simultaneously, fights between Avalanche winger Mike Keane and Red Wings winger Thomas Holmstrom, which occurred for most part on the ice, and between Severn and Red Wings defenseman Aaron Ward at 334. Severn and Ward Severin and Ward were both ejected for getting into a secondary fight as well. McCarty and Deadmarsh at 724, and between Pusher and Avalanche defenseman Uwe Krupp at 1126. Definitely fight night in Motown on this night. 75 minutes for Colorado, 73 minutes for Detroit handed out. Credibly, Darren McCarty scored the overtime winner to help Detroit take the game 6-5. to five. For the month of March, the Red Wings ended 6-5-3 record and still second behind the Dallas Stars. April saw the Red Wings go 2-2-3 and end the season second place in Central Division and third place in the Western Conference. In the first round of the playoffs, the Red Wings met the St. Louis Blues, who had finished sixth in the Western Conference. The series was tight through the first four games, with each team winning two, but St. Louis had two shutouts in their wins. Game 5 and 6 went to Detroit 5 to 2 and 3 to 1 to take the series in 6 games. Next up was the number 4 seed Anaheim Mighty Ducks. The series was a close one with 3 of the 4 games going to overtime, including games 2 and 4 going to multiple overtimes. Detroit swept the Ducks in the series, but it was a lot closer than a 4 game sweep should have looked. Next up, their rival the Colorado Avalanche in a rematch of last year's Western Conference Finals. This was Detroit's third straight and fifth overall conference finals appearance. While it was Colorado's fourth trip to the conference finals, the rivalry between the two teams was as heated as ever after the events of a brawl during the game on March 26, still fresh in their minds. The Red Wings played a determined game one as Brendan Shanahan broke a scoreless tie at 113 of the third period to give Detroit a 1-0 lead. Jill Sackick scored just 27 seconds later, and Mike Ricci added another at 6-13 to give Colorado a 2-1 lead that they would not relinquish. In Game 2, Colorado led 2-0, but Detroit pulled it within one with a power play goal by Igor Larionov at 16-51 of the second. 
The Red Wings then went on to score three times in the third period to win 4-2 and tie the series at one game apiece. In Game 3, the Red Wings got two goals from Vyacheslav Kozlov and went on to win 2-1. Detroit also won Game 4 6-0, which was a penalty-filled game with, cra- with a crazy 234 minutes written up against the two teams, including eight fighting majors. Embarrassed and frustrated after such a lopsided loss in Game 4, Colorado came right back in Game 5 with a 6-0 win of their own. The Red Wings looked to close out the series. Sergei Fedorov's goal at 6-11 of the third period gave Detroit a 2-0 lead. Scott Young pulled Colorado to within one goal, one goal at 14-48, but the Avalanche could not score the equalizer. Brennan Shanahan sealed the game and the series for Detroit with an empty net goal at 19.30 of the third period. Detroit took the hard-fought series, four games to two, and marched to the cup finals. Philadelphia Flyers had captured the Eastern Conference finals and met the Red Wings in the Stanley Cup final. With the win over the Avalanche, the Red Wings were just almost destined to take their first cup since 1955, and the Flyers really didn't put up much of a fight this year. Detroit sweeping the Flyers in four games and only giving up six goals combined in those four games. So that was some stats on the season. Red Wings ended the season with a 38-26-18 record for 94 points. This was a far stretch from last year's 131 points. They still finished second in the Central Division, 10 points behind the Dallas Stars, and 11 points ahead of the Phoenix Coyotes. The Red Wings ended with a 56-goal differential. They were 17.9% on the power play, 86.7% on the penalty kill. That was 7th and 4th, respectively, in the league that year. Brendan Shanahan led the Red Wings with 46 goals, 41 assists for 87 points and led in many scoring areas, including goals, points, power play goals, game-winning goals, shots, and shooting percentage. Steve Eisenman was a close second in points with 85. Five Red Wings had more than 100 penalty minutes on the season, with Martin LaPointe leading with 167 minutes. That was the highest of any season in his career. Chris Osgood had a great season in the net, going 23-13-9 with a 9-10 save percent, 2.3 goals against average. Mike Vernon pitched in with a 13-11-8 record as well. In the playoffs, Sergei Fedorov and Brandon Shanahan led the way in scoring with 20 and 17 points respectively in 20 playoff games. Mike Vernon started all 20 games going 16-4 with a 1.76 goals against average and 9.27 save percent with one shutout. with some stories on this season. So the rivalry that started in the Western Conference Finals in 1996 definitely blew up on that March night in 1997. And the rivalry continued for the next few seasons between the two teams. Starting in 97-98 season, the two teams brawled and up to the 2002 season where Patrick Waugh wanted to fight Dominic Hasek on a fight night, the rivalry continued. You know, over the years, players moved on, retired, get traded. It's died down a bit for a good six-year span, it was a game that was circled on the calendar every year. Vladimir Konstantinov ended in second place in the Norris Trophy voting for the season. Mike Vernon took home the Conn Smythe as the playoff MVP. It was the last goalie since Patrick Waugh won it in 1993. 
and Mike Vernon captured his second Stanley Cup, the other with Calgary in 1989. The 1996-97 Red Wings captured the first Cup for Detroit since Mr. Hockey, Gordie Howe, Ted Lindsay, and Terry Sawchuk captured the Cup over Montreal in seven games, 41 years in the making. How about some quotes on this season? So here's Mike Vernon, who'd won his 300th career game. So he believed the Brawlfield game brought the Red Wings together in time for the playoffs. That was Steve Eisenman. Finally winning one in 97 after working through and getting close made it pretty special. Another one from Steve Eisenman. We got to the finals in 95, the semifinals in 96, and won it all in 97. We went through a lot and came into the 96-97 season somewhat battle-hardened, experienced, and very confident. Here's Brendan Shanahan. That 1996-97 team was the toughest team I've ever been on. I've had some tough individuals, but as a group and as a team, it was a very hardened group of guys that were very determined. But Chris Draper, the brawl was one thing, but us winning that night changed everything. It gave us belief that we could beat them in the playoffs. We knew we'd see them again in the Western Conference Finals. We just knew. The Avs-Wings rivalry brought hockey to the forefront for a good five or six years and started a dynasty for the Red Wings. They won again in 97-98, 2001-2002, and 2007-2008. This season was definitely one to remember for the Red Wings and their fans and helped fuel a great rivalry with the Colorado Avalanche. Hockey Seasons is created by Derek Mallets, original music by Shane Ivers. Research for this episode came from NHL.com, Wikipedia.com, StatMuse.com, SharpSports.com, HockeyReference.com, and ThePlayersTribune.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you again next time.